Howdy, y'all. Howdy is what that's you're a, going with today. That's a pretty good one. You You've asked used me. that one Have before. I? Yeah, oh. definitely. Guten Tag. <laughs> You've never used that one. Boom. There you go. Hi, everyone. How do you say uh, hello in like a French way? Bonjour. Bon- oh, thank you. I don't know why okay, I did so not think of that. <laughs> you didn't just pick it up. We have a guest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a third voice in here. It's <laughs> crazy. Oh, but, but before, we actually got three mics. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Hi, Key. I was like, hey, everyone, we figured it out. We so finally did it. Scott and I are going to be talking over each other. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting. All right. Fighting for <laughs> third voice. It's fine. Who are you? Yeah, <laughs> introduce yourself. <laughs> I will. Um, my name is Anna Jackson. I am a fellow teacher with Taylor and Skylar yes, um, in second grade. Yeah. How long have you been teaching? This will be my second year. Yes, it is. And what are you in the process of doing right now? <laughs> Becoming a lead. <laughs> and you're wrapping up your bachelor's, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. She's close. I know. Getting there. This Smidgey May. away. <laughs> Anyway, we're all graduating together, so it'll be a fun time. Yeah, a tour de fer. We talked a lot about Hamilton today because we were teaching the students about the Federalist Papers. So naturally, we Hamilton. had to. Ham- yeah, you kind of have to. It's right there. It's built in. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, what are your dreams? My dreams. Oh, your hopes and dreams. Well, where should I start? Start at the beginning. The Tell beginning? us about you as a child. My you? Me as a child? Well, I was shamed in the classroom, and that's oh, why I'm here. No, I'm just kidding. Like, what, a, what a good segue. <laughs> but we're not ready to segue yet. That's true. You want to be a lead, though. That's I do. Your goal. Well, okay, I feel like the one thing I do want to add to this podcast is that I had a weird relationship with school because I started off homeschooled and then I did a year of public school and then I came to a charter school for high school where I'm now teaching that's right which (laughs) it's just like I feel like I've had so many different variations on school you know yeah which one's your favorite do you have a favorite I guess they all have benefits and yeah um, I would say charter school but just because I'm biased or a little bit (laughs) rightfully so yeah Yeah. if you didn't already know she said it but we all teach at the same school (laughs) It's great. <laughs> <laughs> she also, I and I know you just said it too, but she graduated from the school that we teach at. So like we have a K-5. We we teach on the K-5 side, but then there's a 6 through 12 side. Mm-hmm. And you graduated from the 12 side. Yay. <laughs> it's so special though because she gets to see like it come full circle. Yeah. Essentially. And you get to prepare them for what's next. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's always fun. It's cool. But yeah, today's episode is on shame and why we shouldn't be using it. And I want to leave, if you guys are okay with it, with some takeaways on what you can do instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some nice handheld items. Yeah. And I feel like most of the time, though, people don't know that they're shaming, like, oh. teachers in oh, general. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we know not to shame, but we do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Yeah. So there's, like, those ways to prevent it from happening accidentally and when we get into the thick of it like i'm gonna be very vulnerable like i have definitely unintentionally shamed yeah students Mm -hmm. yeah and it's we want this episode to be like a nice reflection Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah shall we do it (laughs) we shall let's (laughs) all right so i guess we wanted to start by defining shame yes what is shame that's all you, Anna. Oh, thanks. Well, okay. <laughs> to be honest, I looked it up before I came. As you should. <laughs> good, good. So did I. The, the definition I found that I liked the best 
um it was from psychology today do you know what that i've never heard of that okay so i had to do this for one of my classes um on education and it's just like this website that has to do with psychology they do they do a lot of good um they have a lot of good articles which i highly recommend but send us the link we'll put it in the notes yeah Mm -hmm. i the art the article the definition i got for shame um was like a social emotion triggered by having done something either publicly or mm. privately that violates a social norm, mm. which I think is mm-hmm. really interesting. And it kind of, I don't know, the the defin- the other definitions that I have read don't necessarily align with that one. I was just going to say that because mm-hmm. the one, so I took one from Brene Brown because I am, have you heard of her? I have, yeah. I really, really like Brene Brown and everything she does with vulnerability and shame and guilt and the definition I took was shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed Mm -hmm. and therefore unworthy of love and belonging wow which kind of hit hard when I read that it was it made me reflect back on my childhood experiences with shame and specifically in the classroom because we are spending so much of our childhood in a classroom yeah and I was like man I don't know if I've ever felt unworthy of love but I definitely felt unworthy of like belonging in a space Mm -hmm. and especially like within a classroom yeah yeah so well what I was wondering just based on our different definitions if we could peg shame as having any I hesitate to say this just it depends on our definition of it but is there any way that shame can be beneficial i'm so glad you said that because in a couple of articles i was reading it said that it shapes our social norms Mm -hmm. so shame um and in my opinion outside of the classroom can lead you to think about like right from wrong Mm -hmm. in essence so like being shamed in a sense of when you do something wrong so yeah. that you understand that it is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? Because this one, so I have two articles pulled up. One is by Liz Berggren, and it's called Overcoming Shame and Building Resilience in the Classroom. And then the other one, nope, that's the same one. I don't know where the other one went. I have a link. But that was saying more along the lines of, like, it's normal to be shamed in everyday life Mm -hmm. but then when you look at it under a microscope within the classroom it has long-term effects Mm -hmm. yeah let me see if I can find it so this one's called what is shame by Stephen Gaines G-A-N-S Gans Gain Gan G-A-N-S uh-huh no I Gans 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 there's no silent final E (laughs) too but yeah it's saying like it's not always harmful Without shame, we might not feel the need to adhere to cultural norms, follow laws, or behave in a way that allows us to exist as social beings. That makes sense. Because when you first hear the word shame, you're like, wow, that's terrible. But then it does make sense that it would have its benefits. Right. Well, as like a member of society, yes. you definitely need to. It's almost like that gut feeling of this is wrong and mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. As we talk today, using it in the classroom is probably not. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it's definitely not beneficial. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. Yeah. It is not beneficial. Well, and I guess if you guys are okay with it, 
can we skip we have bullet points but i want to skip to like what are the side effects of shame yeah within the classroom like Mm -hmm. what does it cause and and i was wondering if do you have any personal experience like have you ever felt shame in the classroom i would well from a teacher perspective or from a student perspective from a student perspective because you have so many different (laughs) hats that you've worn so i wonder like I'm sure you and I could talk about a couple of instances, but yes. yeah, I would say, well, I'm trying to think specifically, oh, sorry. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a specific subject where I felt shamed in most, oh. like math. I'm thinking math. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah. Just because subjects that I wasn't as particularly good in, um, either and I hesitate to use the word shame here but either teachers would be would call you out more Mm -hmm. and yeah so if you're not as good as a subject I've observed both as a teacher and student that Mm -hmm. teachers will pick on you I guess a little bit more (laughs) I I don't want to say that's not the right verbiage no but I know but but it's um, true they want you to learn, but they're not essentially going about it in the right way. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're trying to help you. Yeah. But from a student perspective, you know, you just start to feel like anxious mm-hmm. and then it builds and then you start dreading that class. And I'm thinking of this one scenario in my life where I would just avoid this class at like all costs. I would sit in the back and like put my head down and... I just hate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Is that subject still triggering for you? Um, n- actually, now that I'm a teacher, it's mm-hmm. less triggering. <laughs> I feel that on so many levels. I know. I actually, I've always been very nervous actually around math. And I was super nervous last year when, um, when, well, can I say Carter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when Carter. Part. We talk about Carter all the time. The best <laughs> she person. has to be mentioned once at least. an episode. Every episode. <laughs> yeah. I said it's not an episode. <laughs> That's so true. And well, at least it wasn't by you guys this time, right? <laughs> true. But um, yeah, so the method that she uses for teaching math just has me enjoy it so much more mm. and, you, and hopefully use it in a non-shaming way. You know? Right. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Um. I don't know how many times I've said my memory is terrible. Oh, yeah. I but forgot. Like, Sorry. I, no, you're good. Um, I just, I can't think back to any time where I've felt shameful in the classroom. Um, aside from just, like, embarrassing moments, but never, like, from a teacher. I'm I so jealous. I could spit out, like, at least <laughs> 10. And I was a good student. Yeah. I was yeah. a quiet one, but. I was so quiet. I'm sure that I was like called out a lot oh or like God. I I guess I just I remember the feeling of being called on and hating it. But mm-hmm. um, I can't think of like a specific teacher that ever made me feel like shameful. Right. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. My biggest one was mm-hmm. fifth grade and we went throughout like most subjects in one homeroom classroom and then we changed classrooms for math. Right. OK. And they were ability based. So we oh. all knew that one teacher was the low classroom and then mm. the next teacher was the semi-low and then went mm-hmm. up to like the highest level in my homeroom teacher's class and I got into the like middle low class. Okay. It was honestly devastating. It made me hate math. It just like triggered me on so many levels. I didn't like switching classrooms and everyone knew that that was the low class. Yeah. And it was just like honestly so 
shameful for lack of a better word to walk into that class every day and I don't think that the teachers intended that and I mean I'm sure that they didn't but it was so heartbreaking like I hated math after that Mm -hmm. and then my parents put me into tutoring which like just made my vision of math my mindset math just go right out the door yeah so well it's so funny the in that article the one I'm gonna send you that's from psychology to get today it talks about like a feeling of rejection and alienation Mm. and that I feel like applies to your story very much so I'm so glad you brought that up I can think now of like so many more times right high school middle school where it's just like to be fair the high school that I was at was filled with very intelligent students Mm -hmm. Um, and faculty and faculty of course and faculty Um, but for me it was a little different because I had a lot more going on outside of Mm -hmm. school like so I swam um, throughout high school which super competitive it's very competitive yeah yeah. so I would be up at five in the morning and I would swim till seven I would go straight to school after school I'd swim from like 3 45 till 5 45 what six ish and then I'd have to go home and do like four hours of homework which is how much they expect right insane amount of homework and to be honest I was not the best student and I did not always do my homework and (laughs) I think it just like I had to build it to be fair I will say the shame probably snowballed a bit with that effect Mm -hmm. because I was doing so much at the time but also it did not help that because my teachers did they knew what I was doing you know oh yeah I swam outside of school and right did all these extracurriculars and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. and as we talk it it makes me think like most of these shame tactics we could call them are unintentional and Mm -hmm. they're very minute yeah I mean I don't even recognize half the time when I am shaming a student until it's too little too late Mm -hmm. um but I know there's a lot of side effects clearly I'm affected by (laughs) my shame experience like I still carry the weight of being in that classroom Mm -hmm. oh oh our music is going off hello <laughs> that's okay i'll change it later we're just gonna keep we'll keep <laughs> going that was just a little sprinkle of music for you guys but <laughs> anyway like i still feel that negative impact of being in that classroom and yeah. i know that there's more side effects that go with it i know yeah. so um from one of your articles there are just like the bait not basic that's not the right word i want to say but the side <laughs> effects because they're not basic um just some of the side effects would be you know problematic when it becomes to internalizing and it results in kind of a an overly harsh evaluation of oneself as a whole person mm-hmm. so i mean i know as an adult this is turning into a therapy session it is. for me <laughs> i'm thinking of me as an adult yes. i'm like oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> me <laughs> um but and then you know it, it leads to those feelings of like worthlessness i mean you talked about like not feeling a part of the class especially when you were taken Mm -hmm. out and I can think of too I was always a really low reader I was always in the lowest group when it came to reading and that brought up those feelings of just like wow I shouldn't be like here if I'm the like if I'm such a low reader why am I even Mm -hmm. why do I even try pretty much yeah 
um it ruins (laughs) yeah it's okay express your feelings (laughs) no but it's true like it makes me think of how we push the growth mindset nowadays it's Mm -hmm. like we're very invested in this growth mindset but this is like anti-growth mindset. It develops right, a yeah. fixed mindset. Oh, it yeah. tells you that you're not good enough. Well, like I said, like I literally felt like, why would I even try? If yeah. I'm this low, why would I even try? Right. There's and no Because there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah. yeah. But you're, you're at rock bottom. Yeah. So there's I'm like, no, why would, like, I, why would, why would I even put the effort? Well, yeah. And mine followed me through college. Like I did not test into a math program because I convinced myself that I was a poor math student. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I'm glad I became a teacher, but I started in pharmacy and they oh, were like, really? oh, yeah. I had no idea. I had no interest in it. I was literally like, <laughs> this will make money. It's fine. <laughs> now I'm doing the opposite, but whatever. But I didn't get into a math program. And they were like, yeah, no, you should probably switch your major. It's like, wow. Oh, 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 okay. Have you ever been told that to switch your major? Many times. Okay. Many. But oh, I as ignore. an educator? Yeah. Ignore them. Well, no, not Always even as an educator, them. just in general. Oh, Ew. like. I'm saying, like, when I went to culinary school, there were people that were like, don't do it. I'm like, what is Everyone's it? Everyone's a negative, Nelly. I, that's what I'm saying. What is it with people saying, don't do it, whatever it is your heart is set on? I don't understand I have, that. I have actually, I've heard that a lot about education majors. Yes. Oh, yes. Everyone oh, tells yes. you not to do it. Infuriating. I, I sat in a Starbucks one time, mm-hmm. me and a, and a group of people, we were working on a group project, yeah. and a girl next to us was like hey can help over here like but over here like you guys are studying to be a teacher and she was like i just gotta say like i'm really miserable and she didn't even know you nope she didn't even know us. she just came over and was like i'm gonna let you know like this probably not the best idea i'm actually right now this is my last year and i'm gonna go into like whatever other career she was deciding to go into so it's like that just hurts me that there are people that go out of their way to be like hey you probably shouldn't do this it sucks yeah. it happened to you it happened to me yeah. it happens to like every education Aaron, major why are you going mind on? your own i know that they're trying to like prepare you yeah. but mind your own business yeah because you're not happy doesn't mean like no. i won't be happy not at all i know but i at the same time i do wish the education the education um program program was stronger oh, oh yes oh, yeah. oh yes don't get me started <laughs> sorry that's a whole nother episode that'd be a great episode yeah. like talking about where we could Dude, improve I love yeah. to talk about that but, yeah. oh i've almost emailed my past professors and be like tell your students to read yeah. and logic teaching with like a champion yep. whatever mm-hmm. all that stuff but yeah actually Speaking of love and logic, yes, I was thinking about it in relationship to shame, mm-hmm. and you know how it talks about well, love and logic emphasizes like treat the kids as human beings. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking like shame does the opposite. It really mm. makes you feel less than human. Totally, you know? yeah, that worthlessness feels so feeling. Awful. There's a word I'm thinking of, and I don't think it's the. It's like is. When it makes you feel small, what's that word? Belittling. Belittling. Yeah, it's like belittling <laughs> Got it. Look you. At my vocabulary. Something like that. Look You're at me. <laughs> but I mean, clearly, the side effects of shame are long. I long mean, term. Yeah. Long term, and we might not even be realizing that we're using them. Mm-hmm. Like as I was typing this out, I sat and I thought and reflected on my own teaching. I was like, oh, I think we need to change some things. Mm-hmm. I know. Because the very first one that um i bulleted were grouping lower students due to their their achievement level yeah aka reading groups but like my thought is 
is like how do you how do you not have them in the same level well that's the discussion i I think is worthwhile yeah right but because think about it if you have a really high student with i'm thinking of a student that is still focusing on cvc words right how do you group those students together and work with them you know what i mean right so and i get it like like i said i was in the lowest reading group and i knew it and it sucked but how do you how do you know yeah how do you how not do you tailor your instruction yeah to be appropriate? and I think about it in my classroom with reading groups is that yes I think students are aware that like I have my students in my lower group but I don't ever feel it never feels negative at least in my classroom I don't know it doesn't feel like a negative thing like they they know it and they're right I don't know but yeah. I know I go back and forth I go, because yeah. I do have students ask what is the red group? Why are they the red group? Are oh, they really? the highest readers? Where are the lowest readers? And I say, nope. I only do my reading groups based off of what we are working on as a group. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's so funny you say that. My brother, actually, when he came into my classroom, uh-huh. he was asking, because the, the groups were up on the board, and he was asking about the reading groups. Oh, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> um, Moving her microphone. <laughs> she's louder. <laughs> and I just was like, you know, we're not going to talk about this right now. I mean... It just, it's not, I don't think it's bad for us to group them with similar reading skills. Mm-hmm. Right. But I also, maybe just keeping them so busy that that's not even a thought in their brains. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I see it in my class. Because yeah. they, I mean, they do during reading group six minute reading and then they have work to work on and then they have a parent volunteer and then they read with me and so I just I don't have any students that ask me like what's this group I think they I think they know it Mm -hmm. right but it's not like a bad thing yeah or at least it doesn't seem that way it could very well be very damaging to them but I would like to continue like the reading group conversation because as I was reading the knowledge gap there was also a blurb in there of like is it actually productive to mm-hmm. be doing reading groups and to be doing these like small group works really? when yeah. yeah 75% 80% of your class is on Not their doing own yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know and at 7 are they is that a de- developmentally appropriate task mm-hmm. so i don't know i think that's like a great conversation that schools should be having yeah. mm-hmm. tying in shame tying in love and logic tying in like all of these pieces mm-hmm. but yeah so that would be like a ability way. grouping yeah ability mm-hmm. grouping is i don't want to say form. shameful but it can well, it be. can be yeah it Total, can be. i mean my experience was very shameful and yeah. that's ability grouping oh for mm-hmm. sure especially getting up and switching a classroom i mean come on yeah like that's you are hard moving. you're moving a whole classroom um but just some other ways then to exchanging papers and having your peers grade i hated that oh yeah i hate that with the you didn't do that no we, they didn't let us good at the that's school, good. which was great thank god but they also totally you know that thing that meme where they like hand the paper to you but they're handing it facing down in mm. like a <laughs> oh like <laughs> like a graded test like a graded test when they're and handing, they hand a teacher's down. handing back tests and it means it's bad hands it down no. face down and they like kind of they kind of close it with their hands yep. you know what i'm talking about yeah, like a little taco, oh like my little gosh taco that was the worst see like little things yep little, those things. little things and then of course you know at, at the school i was at all the kids were high for the most part and they'd be like oh what'd you get what'd you get what'd you get i'm like i'm not telling yeah, you leave me alone <laughs> yeah not good um did you want to say another one? Oh yeah gosh, because <laughs> i did this the other day and no, go ahead. i caught myself it's fine. safe space <sighs> Facing a student's desk 
toward a wall or separating them from the rest of the group oh. is shameful hey, and i know it i had to have i, ha- I, I, I had a desk ashamed. yep last year do you remember my desk off in the corner it yeah. had to be there that was the only space it could be right with the desk shield yeah and i put my one student back there and he was yeah, back there that, the whole time yes and no you're what like because we had desk shields your yeah. classroom did not allow for room yeah therefore you had a one-off desk whereas i picked up a desk oh and like moved and moved yeah. it to the wall yeah. for like a blip yeah because a student was distracting everyone and their mothers and <laughs> i shouldn't have done it yeah i really shouldn't have done it but she high key loved it and i thought she did mm. but i moved her back and she's like kind of adapting but yeah. i shouldn't have done it i admit my faults but it's so hard not to sometimes. It is hard not to. Especially when you're in like the heat of the moment. And you're angry. You're like, yes. I'm moving you. I'm yes. done. I'm done. I'll move you. Yes. And then you do it. And then it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so catch yourself, people. Yeah. Don't do what I did. Yeah. Stop yourself in the track. Yeah. The last one's a great one. Yeah. You weren't. No. Were you here for the ladder? Oh, well, so my brothers did it. Oh, so yeah. I know what it's like from a home perspective. Oh, Coming great. home. Yes. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Because yes. the last one on our list is a ladder system or another display of like public behavior. Yeah. yeah. We just talked about this at lunch today. How it's so shameful. How it's great bad. it's been without it. Yes. How awesome. we. It's just been so great. And I think it. we've talked about it in an episode before. But yeah. basically the ladder system is like. You start on great every day. You can move up to excellent super scholar or you can go down to warning, no recess, mm-hmm. office, etc. Yeah. And it's a public display. Everyone knows where you are at on the ladder. You are well aware of where you're ending yeah. on yep. the ladder. And basically it's so it's not consistent at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just like kids what, just like don't know what to expect. Well, and what Carter was saying today at lunch is that she could tell how her mood that day was based mm. on the ladder. Mm-hmm. If she had students all up and down the ladder and warning and all that stuff, she was like, I could tell it was, you know, totally. grumpy that day. So it is, it's awful. I'm so glad we got rid of it. I used to love it. I did too. For um, a hot blip. Yeah. For as, when we started it, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, oh, this is great. They're so motivated. But now I see. It's not true motivation. No. Yeah. I've, I did encounter, um, some tentative how should I say this? someone I was working with thought that it might be a good idea to incorporate marbles or like rocks mm-hmm. you know you yeah. know how there's those like little jars. jars and can I just f- for the audience out there <laughs> please do, don't just don't yeah. <laughs> it's a bad idea just because the logic behind it is that incen- instead of incentivizing the kids internally to yeah earn something and now mm-hmm. let me actually preface that by saying there are some kids you know that need who it. enjoy yes. tangibles yes. who like material goods and that's totally fine you know that their love language might be gifts or whatever it is you know true but for the whole class incentivizing them to get i like a, a treat a prize. like that a yeah. prize an of sorts an extrinsic motivator reward, yeah that's just not beneficial because then the kids don't want to do good for its own sake. Mm-hmm. They Correct. want to do good to get something yes. out of you. And that just even that even weakens the relationship between teacher and student. Mm-hmm. Yes. So why would you it's do it? It's hard because especially 
not to say that it's on like the first grade teachers, but they come into my class, especially this year. They were like, oh, they expect. do we have like a marble? <laughs> like, do we earn marbles or anything? I was like, no, we're not earning anything. Mm-hmm. Just oh, that's do funny. They asked. They did ask huh. because um, our French teacher, uh, they oh. all turned in their homework and was like, oh, do you have a marble jar I can add to? Nope. And I was like, nope, you can just give them a, they get a round of applause. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> that's yeah. nice. I like that. Good job. Great. Well, high five yeah, around the room. High five. And like, I think I incentivized them with like a dance party one time or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Fun. But nothing. Small little like, treats. Yeah, small. And that, and especially at such a young age, they do, some. they need it sometimes. Yeah. They need that like little extra blips. push. Yeah. yeah. But I, the ladder the marble jar that you and i did the star oh that was so cringy oh my gosh <laughs> we tried everything yeah, and it, but notice how it. they didn't work yeah none of it none did. of the extrinsic worked yeah no. i mean you know i will i will add on to that by saying for me i will sometimes motivate a student by using a love and logic phrase mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. saying you know i can own i'm happy to take a student to recess who is doing X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. But I do like, well, let me actually go back to my marble example. So I was working with this person. The marble jar was up in the air. We were thinking maybe yes, maybe no. We had an honest conversation about it. We were like, hey, you know, why don't we try it without it for a week? And we tried it. And I just kind of hid the marble jar. Mm-hmm. Not hid, hid. Like it was still in right. sight. But like the was. kids knew it was there, but mm-hmm. it was to the side and the kids didn't even mention it. Mm. Like it was gone oh, and we used good. something else. Yeah, I love that. Good. Yeah. No, but it's true. Cause when you establish that intrinsic motivation young, that makes the transition into middle and high school better. Cause mm-hmm. you know, those like middle and high school teachers aren't going to do yeah. a marble jar for seven periods. Yeah, no. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the way that we were using it was you would put a marble on the desk of a student who was doing a good job. That's literally shaming the kids you would that earn, don't have a marble. You would well, earn a marble? So they would like get, a fuzzy system. Uh, like they get a fuzzy so they if would they're like, doing well. If they were doing well, they would mm-hmm. get a marble on their desk. And then they at a certain time, they'd, they'd be able like to come up and marbles. put their marble in the jar. Uh, and then it, I felt so bad for the kids who had to just sit there, you know, mm, and just well, yeah. watch it happen. And Shame, there were some kids, yeah. you know, who would never yeah, get Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they wouldn't care to either. They wouldn't mm-hmm. care. Some mm-hmm. of they them wouldn't care. Would, some well, of them and then they just them drop would, yeah. off further. Oh, yeah. You know, like they, yeah. they like, feel yeah, their shame. Like yep. with Skylar, when she was in reading groups, they'd be like, yeah. I've hit rock bottom. <laughs> Screw it. Undone. <laughs> but it's having. true. Like you think about marble jars, you think about the fuzzy system, like mm-hmm. where you get a fuzzy, just like a marble. Oh, okay. Um, tickets to get into oh. the prize box at the end of the week. That's like, so much work for you. And then I talked about it before, the super cute girl on TikTok. Uh, her name's like sassy in second but it's adorable what she does she's a super like fun seemingly fun teacher given Mm -hmm. i don't know this girl but she does like rewards where they get animals for their desk called a desk pet Mm. and they like decorate it do it all up and i'm like that a that's expensive for you yeah b that's a lot of work to maintain Mm -hmm. c like what happens when that goes away next year yeah like are you preparing them for the longevity of their career yeah and i just think of like the teachers not to call a teacher out but 
that would do the ticket system, mm-hmm. earn tickets, and then they would do a store. And then to have to provide all the little, like, ga- the like little things, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she would also do Did donuts. Charge keys. <laughs> keys. I love that. I love that <laughs> word. Um, and she would do donuts, too. Yeet. And she would do store pretty often. So she would have to buy donuts and bring them in that morning. I'm like, that's so much work. For the entire year. For Maybe entire we're just year. lazy, guys. Maybe. We're so lazy. But we're then again, lazy. then so again, lazy. we've had, in my opinion, one of the best years for discussions, for inquiry, for oh motivation. Like, I have never felt so empowered by my class yeah. before. And... And I don't I will, know. I will never go back. I will say, too, this is kind of random, but we talked at lunch today about how it's been over a week since we talked about the U.S. Constitution, and that's what they're mm-hmm. learning about in history. Mm-hmm. They surprisingly remembered a lot. I said the same. I literally <gasps> told them. I was like, you know, Somebody I remembered told the my, Bill of Rights. Yeah. Somebody for me to do. Yes. That's so funny. Isn't that awesome? Oh, it I was, was amazing. I was, like, suspicious. Because yeah, well, like, you and I literally said at lunch, we were like, mm, what are they going to remember? Yeah, like, are they going to remember nothing. anything? They remembered everything. Yeah. Every, a girl literally told me about the chair that Benjamin Franklin was looking at. I was like, oh. the fact that you remembered the chair yeah. was yeah. pretty darn cool. No, but. it was pretty great. I, and that's obviously off topic, but that just shows like they are engaged in oh, lessons yeah. and they're listening and retaining information. And they're yeah. excited. Without. Yeah. Without all the little Extrinsic rewards. motivation. Yeah. Well, and this is off topic, but on topic. Um, not really with shame, but more with motivators. I guess, whatever. <laughs> Um, but when we study money, we mm-hmm. start passing out money. And I wonder if that's something that we should like X nay this year. I know. I we should talk about, about that, that as a team before I it happens. I think Carter wanted to get rid of it last she year. She did want to get, and then you and I were like, no, oh, it's no, so fun. We can't get rid of it. And but now I'm I like, I do love it. I do too. But the only reason I loved it last year was because all they could really earn was lunch with me and oh, like something true. else. That's all they could really earn. Yeah. That's a good idea. Like keep the prizes to a minimum. I actually... We'll comment on this. I like it because last year when I was in Carter's room, mm-hmm. I liked it because I could get them to realize that they didn't like it as much as the other system. Mm. Some of the kids, Wait, not what do you all, mean the other system? Oh, like didn't just have, no system. So using the money, mm-hmm. they did not like as much as just being good for good sake. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so It awesome. was really good. It was great. I mean, I think if we remove it quickly, like do two, three weeks tops of it, that would be fair. And the only reason I really still want to do it is because it does get them practicing counting their money. Which they they need need hands on with coins. Mm -hmm. Hey, parents, if you're listening, please (laughs) let your kids play with coins and like help them identify them. Yes. Recognize their value. That would be super helpful. They don't see them anymore. Yeah. I mean, before long, they're going to be gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, cash is already making its way right out the door. Yeah. So our cards, like I use my phone now. <laughs> I call it my tappy tap. We went to that. We went well. to coffee and she's like, look what I can do. I was like, I've never done that <laughs> so before. Cool. This was like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know that it's 2021, right? And we've been able to do Apple Pay for a very long it's time. It's crazy. Blows my <laughs> mind. I went to Shop Shop today and I did it. And the lady was like, you got to hold a little closer. I was like, I'm trying. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I still use my card. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, when we're 90, we're going to be like looking into something and paying. I know. Be like, oh, like scan my with, eyeball. Pay with retina <laughs> yeah. scans. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Put it here first. But I think we should wrap up by saying... I mean, we kind of have with you talking about love and logic and all that, but like, what can you use outside of like shaming a child? Because you shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. But I guess go well, ahead. it's sort of a question. Yes. And I have a tentative answer to it myself, but I've noticed 
I don't do as much of like the moving of the desk. Mm-hmm. I did. I used to do that in my other class before. Totally. In my new class, I don't have to do it as much. I'll just like take it on a walk, whatever has yeah. to happen. But I've noticed I do get frustrated when I have taught something well and they don't remember. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. that I taught it well. Like I have backup proving right. that I taught it well <laughs> and telling you that I and did. And you're like, and why did you not I'm retain? I'm like, what is going on? And so I do this thing sometimes. Please forgive me. <laughs> but um, I will call on a student who's not paying attention. Yeah. Okay, but you that. You know what I mean? Cold no, call. I, it is to a certain extent. Like I know, I know that I they're know. not paying attention. Yeah. They're doodling. They're whatever the heck yeah. they're doing. And I'm like. So and so. Yep. What do you think? You know what I mean? Well, That's one of then, those things is I do it and then I immediately was like, shoot. But, I know. but I, does it does it walk the line of what we were talking about earlier where in society you need snippets of shame? Like, yeah. I don't think that necessarily is too Far? detrimental to the longevity of a child's well-being. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm calling on you because you weren't paying attention you know you weren't paying attention i know you weren't paying attention like yeah just get back on track and we're gonna keep going no yeah. one knows why yeah necessarily you called on that kid and yeah. if you're normalizing cold calls yeah then it's like and it's not not calling them way. yeah like yeah. it's not i i have done it in a mean way and i know i have Me when too. other oh, yeah. students are sharing their gratitude journal and i see two kids talking in the corner uh, i'll stop the student that's sharing their gratitude journal i'll be like did you hear what they were grateful for <laughs> No, it's probably because you were talking. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should Weird. listen. And I know that that is so mean, but I get so angry. I do too. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like you're blatantly, call- you know, like my middle school teacher would always call me brown. And he's like, brown. And yell at me. Like, straight up, tell me to stop talking. Whoa. It was, so it's not like you're being like, yo, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> Hush your mouth. Yeah. Or like, Jamie, focus. Yeah. It's like, you walk around, you tap them, you do your thing. Yeah. Like you're yeah. not like a and when you're calling on them, like who's the father of our constitution, Anna? And you're like, Oh, hello. It's James Madison. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, what was the question again? <laughs> yeah. Whereas like sometimes I'll repeat it depending, but yeah. yeah. I don't think that's uber shameful. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say I would for anyone out there. Yeah. I would recommend exhausting other options yes. before that. Yeah. Tap. Walk around. Yeah. Tap them on the back. Do the whole I squat honestly, down next to a desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let them know you're gonna call on them even mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. Or sometimes I like to do the you answer or you ask the question, you call on them and you say, Okay, I'm coming back to you. Be yeah. ready. Call on someone else, give them thinking time and then And then come back to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can I, I wanted to say this one cause this actually happened today. So another way, another, like what you can do instead or not let happen is don't let students connect their mistakes, their failures, their wrongdoings to their core identities, which mm-hmm. is a huge growth mindset thing. Yeah. But somebody, this was just in my cake decorating club, but one of the girls like did something, she messed up on something and she's like, oh, I'm so stupid. I'm like, <gasps> don't say that. I'm like, you made a mistake. Doesn't make you stupid. So that's a big thing is making sure that they're not. Was that one of my students? Yep. 
no. <laughs> no but she's also silly so i think she was just saying it just to uh, say it but okay. but one of those things is i think like, you know which one yeah um <laughs> you just don't want them again to connect those mistakes that they make and i do it by saying wow your your brain just grew mm-hmm. yeah, you, made yeah a you grew your brain you grew yeah. your brain yeah. good job um so there's different ways of doing that but you know instead of letting them feel that way you don't want right. them to and it's hard you can't always know that they're feeling that way totally but prevent well, it when you can i was gonna add yeah in this i have to send you this article but in this <laughs> article that i was reading i connected it to do you remember when we talked about virtues and how we connect virtues with mythical or i'm sorry fictional characters yeah mm-hmm. Th- this was like at a meeting or something the other week wasn't it um, yeah it was like last, last week no the week before, before the week before and what I'm trying to emphasize to my kids, oh, and, and we also talked about how, like, historical characters try not to link them to a virtue because they weren't perfect all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? We don't, The one of the main reasons we don't want to shame these kids, and it says it somewhere in this article, is that they connect shame with their whole being. Yeah, their identity. Being wrong or bad yeah and that's why we don't want to shame them we don't want them to think that they have a vice and that's their whole personality yeah we want them to realize like people make mistakes that's okay you're a mix of there's this really great quote have either of you ever read like a series of unfortunate events uh, I've watched I, the I show. Did. Do you know I the did show? Back when, like yeah. the okay. movie came out and stuff, but I cannot remember. Yeah, there is it. some quote by Lemony Snicket where he goes, "Like people are like chef's salad; they're a mix of good and bad." Uh-huh. And I always think of that. Like obviously, the kids aren't bad by any means, but yeah. they make mistakes. Totally. They're know? children, but they also have virtues. Yes. yes, yes. That's such a. We need to have that conversation on the podcast with you about like what we talked about in our last meeting about like historical people and how we idolize them and all that stuff but mm-hmm. such a good conversation that is for another time conversation. <laughs> um, but kind of along the lines of that one quote I pulled is there's no such thing as a bad kid only bad behavior and poor decision making mm-hmm. and you can recover from that you Where's know that like from I think Brene Brown well it's not Brene Brown it's actually the what is shame article who they use a lot of Brene Brown in it nice. but yeah. I was like, that's kind of a nice way to put it but yeah. you need to like make sure that your students know like you're saying they're a chef salad. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Because yeah. it, it doesn't identify who you are and don't carry that with you. And yeah. So read Love and Logic. There's a ton of great strategies. Yes. Carter please. just listened, re-listened to that episode. Yeah. She's like, it was so good just to like refresh. Yeah. Which I need to do. Same. <laughs> Clearly Same. if I'm moving a desk. <laughs> um, but read, yeah, Love and Logic. I don't know. What else? Read Did these articles we'll post. There's a shame um podcast is well, that really yes from love and logic i was looking up like oh, articles today i'll resource. send it to you as well yes. perfect we'll it's put it on really there good. too mm-hmm. but yeah i think do you have any like last things to add no. to talk about be kind to, to your children don't yeah. shame them like you said like they are humans yes. you know and you need to treat them as such because yeah. you have such an everlasting impact on them yeah which I love. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have something to add? Well, yes and no. I, I know we're running kind of long here, but oh, no, with that, I did have a conversation with my, one of my students who made a really poor choice. Mm. Um, and she's 
a sweet sweet kid but her and her best friend are just back and forth like mm-hmm. mean to each other and she did something that was really mean and so I had to sit with her she admitted to it she knew her mistake and I really had to sit down and just be like I know that you are a kind human and I know that you made this mistake right but you owned up to it and that's what counts but it's also something you have to learn from so yeah. even i mean a seven or eight year old can understand that they made a mistake and that they can learn from it and, yeah and that was her parents were very appreciative of that conversation that i had with her i'm sure yeah you're forming souls <laughs> beautiful <laughs> souls. souls okay so Jinx. we can't end without doing our little positive Always. snippets who wants to start nose goes nose goes oh skylar oh. <laughs> yikes Big um yikes. so i will just say my positive is decorating my house for christmas and lighting a bunch mm. of candles because it smells so good in my house oh my gosh that's so nice i love it do you want me to go next go yes do. okay my so what is this this will air a week two weeks after thanksgiving mm-hmm. i went back to kansas city for thanksgiving and it was like so nice it was 30 degrees it felt like winter it was cold and crisp and I had really yummy food and I haven't seen my family in Kansas City for like three years Mm. so I got to meet all the little ones oh they were so cute cute and fun and I just love them so that was a great time your turn last one my grandmother who I haven't seen in a really long time is coming for Christmas I'm so excited oh my gosh that's awesome does she live in the valley or no, she lives in Tulsa, oh, so wow. she's kind of far, but... Tulsa. That's awesome. Yeah. Is she flying? Yeah, Good. she is. I'm really excited. Amazing. Love it. All right, y'all. Cool. Have a great few weeks until Christmas. I mean, we're going to be back on the podcast, but yeah. like, <laughs> you're almost there. You teachers, just power through. You probably have, what, a week or two left? Most Survive. Of you? Yeah, we, at this point, will have a week... And then a week with three half days. So (laughs) you got this. Good luck, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on, Anna. Yeah, we love you. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Rate, review, and subscribe, please. Yes. Review. Subscribe, please. Teachers Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Just kidding. Teachers Talk Pod at (laughs) gmail.com. And our Instagram is Teachers Talk. Teachers underscore talk (laughs) underscore (laughs) podcast. podcast. We'll get it. One of these days. Love you all. Bye. Anna, you have to say bye. Bye.